Were you doing Seinfeld? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I, I can see. Okay, I can see how how you could. I just heard some. It's better than what I was had in my head, which was Orinoco Flow by, by Inya. Oh man, <laughs> sail away, sail away. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I typically always have the worst songs possible in my head. Oh no! Wait, did you die? Did I die? Are you there? I don't hear you. Hello. Hello. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's going to be another one of those things. Welcome to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon, the least helpful self-help podcast. Here are your hosts, Paul Armstrong and Jeremy Fuchsa. I don't know if you were this way, but I was kind of like a... Everything in us, like mm-hmm. I was nerdy enough and geeky enough, but sporty just enough. Like I didn't fit into any one group. But have we talked about? We probably talked about this before. No, I don't know about you not fitting into any one single group. No, I think this is new. Yeah, this is new. Oh, yeah. no! It's just basically like I played basketball. I was tall. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I played basketball, so that made me fit in with the sporty crowd. But I didn't really care about sports didn't really watch it other than that mainly basketball football just because my dad did yeah but i liked you know to draw a lot i was very artistic so that made me not at all like the sports guys because they didn't give a shit about art right and i actually hated those guys and called you all the derogatory names you could think of all the way up through college uh so, like, I, I towed the line between all these things that none of them meshed, where, like, the art people hated me because I played sports. The sports people hated me because I was into art. And then the geeks thought that I was not on their side either because, you know, I like sports and art, and all they cared about was video games and comic books. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to do that because my mom thought they were from Satan, so I couldn't read comic books, and video games are bad unless it was, like, playing sports and video games. They're the devil! They were. Well, the whole, you know, we grew up in the, uh, most people don't remember this, but there was a whole satanic panic. Oh, hell yes. The mid, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whole mid-80s. I listened to, God, every time I would go into school, my mom would put on Focus on the Family, and they would be talking to some dude, and for a while, there was this guy called, uh, oh, what was his name? He was all about Satanism. He had this whole backstory that he was involved in Satanism that turned out to be true. Was he? Was this the true. guy that had the uh, He had the a beard special? and reddish hair. Was this the guy that had the special about the backwards records? No, but he was a Christian, so it was all... Bob, Bob Larson, I think his name was. Mm, that sounds familiar. Uh, this is when I lived in Kansas, by the way. Uh Bob Larson was this huge. Bob Larson Christian, is, is like, an exorcist. He would cast out de- yeah, he'd cast out demons live on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy looks intense in stage. He was it was all hoaxed. It was all staged. Well, of course it was. But like my mom, I listened to this in like elementary school junior high. Mm-hmm. So of course I got freaked out. But this is completely tangent. I don't know where I'm going with what this happened, but I don't, I don't, all I remember is I didn't fit in with any group. I don't know where Satanism came into it. Oh, comic books. Yes. So all of that played into rock music, back backward masking, mm-hmm. all from the devil. Comic books were also evil because of magic and, and things that didn't make sense and, and, you know, sex, which is evil. And 
video games were violent. You couldn't do that. So I, I, like, I couldn't do any. So I couldn't fit into geek culture because I just didn't know. Dungeons and Dragons, completely out, way out. So bad. Although there was a Lord of the Rings version that I didn't understand, but my sister had. That was okay because it was written by a Catholic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, I didn't fit in that. Well, yeah. J.R.R. Tolkien was Catholic, I believe, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, they didn't fit in any group. So it was kind of fun being like, hey, great. I am disowned by everyone. What is even happening? I used to have uh, AirTouch. AirTouch, AirTouch Cellular. AirTouch. I've never even heard of AirTouch. It was out here with the big old brick phone that I had. Yeah. It would have been early 2000s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like 90s. I don't remember. Was it the, was it the, uh, the, the Motorola... <laughs> Star Attack, not a flip, not 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 well, not the flip. It maybe like had the the mouthpiece flipped over the number pad type of deal. Uh uh-uh. uh no. It was just a straight up phone that had a pull out antenna. It was ugly. It was really mm. it, it didn't fit in the pocket. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't no, a car phone. It wasn't those bag phones. It was a you know a, a cellular phone. Yeah, I, I've looked for it. I we have it still somewhere in our house. I didn't throw it away, but the kids know. have played with it so much. I don't know where it's gone. Yeah, no. Star-tech I have all my old, all my old StarTech. Well, yeah, I, yeah. StarTech was or a, well, no, Motorola StarTech. That was one oh, of yeah, them yeah. that I had. That was like the first. That was the first tiny flip phone. Then everyone had that Nokia, small Nokia. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? That mm-hmm. was a pretty good phone, actually. That thing yeah. could take a beating. And then I had a flip Nokia. It was silver and flip. It was a nice little phone, fit in my pocket perfectly. Now this is the, this is the one that I was that I was thinking of, the MicroTac. It had a yeah, had a little had a little oh, flip yeah, had yeah, a little yeah, flippy yeah. thing that would flip so over the the keys. It, it looked like that, except no flippy. It was all full out with a uh, the bottom where below the keys would have been where you talked into. Uh huh. Got it. I don't know if that was the brand. I don't know. I mean, it just was branded with the. Uh, Cell carrier, so I don't remember. Yeah, I remember it being really expensive and not really using it that often. Yeah, yeah, something or whatever a minute, whatever it used to be. Mm-hmm. Just like the internet. That's right. What was it? In, what was it? An hour? I can't. Re- I can't, honestly don't remember what it used to cost an hour. Like the you, America Online type of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was like seven or eight dollars, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I think. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. It was like nine ninety five, maybe an hour or something like that. And then you got your list of phone numbers to call in. Always looking for that right one. Mm-hmm. And I, had, I had the actual connection that it said it did. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, it's uh, we definitely needed old old man uh, old man time. With, uh, as, uh, <laughs> old man time. Old man time. Hey, remember when we used to walk with our buttholes out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Used to, <laughs> what? That's why people run away when I'm walking down. That's the right. That's yeah, right. Uh, snappy whips. It's not the way you say it. So here's something that I was thinking of oh, today yes. 
that um, well, there, there's that. But this, I this is something completely different that I was thinking. Yeah, of. please. And, I, and um, I just can't wrap my head around it. What is the deal with mm-hmm. people who have a shared email address or a shared oh. Facebook profile? Mm-hmm. What is that shit? Let Who are you, you trying Seinfeld. to fool? <laughs> well, here we go into this Seinfeld. I assume it's tech- technophobes. For one, I would yeah. over over and above there are people who do not know technology. For one, two, early also early internet people. Right? Isn't it almost always people who like the internet was new and they were older ish when it came out? Yeah, that, but you know, not, I'm like not totally old, but within our age range, maybe a little sure. older by like three years. You know, like late forties. Okay, let me caveat this. I guess go for it, caveat. Um. So yeah, fifteen twenty years ago, I get it. You know, setting up your first email, like you get yeah, your first broadband internet package, and it comes with an email address, and you only get one. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Fair, and they're going to stick with it forever. Got that one. It's their phone number, right? They're not but, changing it, but. Facebook profiles? I mean, why? Well, okay. Well, tell me hey. the people. Tell me about the people who that you know that have it. Well, it, um, you know, just just d- different married couples and things like I like this came Are, up. To- this is gonna sound. Yeah. This is gonna sound. Yes. Bad. Are they Christians? Yes. There you go. Shared mutual um, accountability. Yeah. Be- well, because I mean, that's honestly, my head was they, going. They don't trust the other person, quite honestly. That's where my head was going. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Okay. We got there pretty quick, actually. Yeah. That's because I could, because I noticed the pattern. I'm like, I know people like that, and uh-huh. I know what kind of people they are, and they're, they're sort of like, it's all about... A- being a couple and unified. I'm like, yeah, but you're not, you're two different, like... Yeah, you're two different people. You're, you're, you are you're two different person. people. But but not all churches, but a lot of churches emphasize that when you're married, you're one. Mm-hmm. Which almost means you both lose your identity and you're this amorphous blob of parenthood. And then guess what happens when, or not parenthood, but marriagehood. Mm-hmm. Anything goes bad, anything like that, what does that mean to us as a unit? What if one of us changes and I don't change? How do we fit as a unified being? Like all of those things just, I can't imagine how much chaos it must cause for people who truly believe that they should be united on everything. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a tall page. order, for one thing. Have you known anyone? Well, that has nothing to do with Facebook, but I, I assume you probably have, besides yourself, known people who've gotten divorced who are of the Christian faith, right? Mm-hmm. It's no different than anywhere else. In fact, sometimes it feels to me like it's higher. Oh, Like, I have yeah. known more yeah. Christian... I've had more Christian friends divorce than non-Christian friends. Fair. Most of it, it seems like they went in with a completely, really distorted view of realistic marriage. Uh huh. And couldn't handle any kind of flaw or sin, if you will. And they bail because they're like, this is not the perfect union that God promised us or that we were told we should have. 
there's no reconciliation for this, you're out. And the, or, and the church might say the same thing, you're out because this is no Because good. you did that, yeah. Yeah. I've just noticed it a lot among my Christian friends. But like, I think that Facebook thing ties into that. It's all this, this well-manicured, I don't know honestly where it comes from, idea of marriage. I don't know where that, it's not biblical. There's nothing about the Bible about no, how marriage it, should it be isn't. at all. I don't know where it comes from, but it is, I think, mm, one, co- I, collapsing, but... It came from Bob Larson, exorcist extraordinaire. <laughs> he learned it from the demons? <laughs> yeah, you know, he said, said these, these demons, they aren't, uh, I'm they're not doing you, this right. I had to listen to that stuff, and like they would have people calling in, and like, I want to talk to the demon inside of you and stuff. And they would go, like, it was so stupid. But as a kid, I'm like, oh my God, this is real. <laughs> oh. There's two books on rock and roll and backmasking that I remember. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a band that I loved to play to for drums, Zeppelin. And they're like, Zeppelin is bad. Yeah. Stairway to Heaven is seven minutes long, but Jimmy Page claims that he wrote it in a minute and a half. That's some Satan timing there. I'm like, could shut the-? He probably wrote some chords in a couple minutes, and then they wrote a song around it. But c- God damn it. So many. And Dio. Ronnie James Dio. He was up there as the worst. With Devil Horns. Mm-hmm. Oh. It well accompanied hair metal was happening. It was so it was just a perfect weirdness. PMR PMRC, no one knows what that is. You know what that is. Yeah. Frank Zappa's speech. Yeah. It's unbelievably great. Like Well and the other thing that I that really strikes me is when Oh, you know, we'll watch MTV Classic or something like that, and it'll be Metal Mayhem Block, and and you know, and it's got like Dio and all these things, and all these things that we were told was oh, so bad. It's, I know. Oh, it's so bad. It's so evil. And I'm looking at it like these are the biggest fucking dorks. Oh, they're so nerdy. Yeah, like, like uh, who who was Eddie? <laughs> Who's Eddie? The the like demon dead guy. That's not Judas Priest. That's um, uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, they're so Those nerdy. Are like some big old nerds. They're like comic book culture kind of nerds. Oh yeah, they've created this whole myth. Their songs are about this dude and this mm-hmm. whole mythos of this dude. All I remember is seeing their stage when I had like Eddie with his arms coming out and stuff. Yeah, in the eighties, and, and I'm like, like evil. <gasps> it's so evil. My mom. Did your parents make you? Uh, maybe this is just me. I had a. Let them read the lyrics of the songs of the bands that I was listening to. Oh, yep, just you. <laughs> that was so fast. Oh no, yeah, that's just you. Your just, I mean, just you. But I mean, there I can I can think of I can think of of so I can think of so many times. Like, so they had I, the big the best thing was when I started listening to Striper, and they were so confused. They were so confused. Oh, I bet because they're like these lyrics are great. <laughs> But they look like women. Uh huh. Like, hey, what are you gonna do about this? Like, I think I liked them really just to fuck with their heads. Quite yeah, honestly, yeah. Because their music was fine. It they was had okay. a good. They sure. had a good. Uh, to hell with the devil was a good heyday for them. They were on MTV all the time. Yeah. But like, I th- it was at the same time that I also loved the other band called Living Color. 
Mm-hmm. I loved Living Color. And they read those lyrics and they're like, well, they're they're really smart. And that's really thought-provoking. I'm like, yeah, they're not Christian. Uh-huh. I do. And they let me listen <laughs> to them. But like White Snake out. Nope. Couldn't listen to White Snake. I had it anyway. But Def Leppard, they weren't a big fan of. Too many, you know, a song called Women. Ugh. Out. <laughs> out. Yeah. I, lo- I love Def Leppard still to this day. And I listen to them anyway. But uh, I think mostly my mom, who was just a, f- uh, a Christian music radio, a Christian radio, AM radio junkie. It just in- indoctrinated her. She's the, I mean, if she had her cognitive ability still, she would be total Fox News Trumpist. I know yeah. For a fact. Hmm. Ugh. Which goes back to Facebook. <laughs> Have you, uh, did you see, did you see that Horman quit? Yes. Yes. Mm. Quit Twitter. This is a good topic, isn't it? Yeah, this is a good topic. This is a good topic. I, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait for the next Harmon Town to come out because you know he's going to talk yes. about it. I hope he does. And, and um, yeah. Well, it records on Sundays. When did he delete? He deleted, I read about it yesterday. So it had to be Monday. So it he may not Monday. have done it yet, because I think they record on Sundays. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe they record on Mondays, but I'm hoping he addresses it, because I'm like, <sighs> it's tough. Because mm-hmm. I know why I know why it happened to him, which is just complete trolling. Yes. In a way, to try to somehow correlate a hypocrisy with Roseanne. Yeah, and maybe Bill O'Reilly or whatever it might be with like, hey, these guys say some terrible things. Like in the past, like... 10 years ago, if you don't remember 10 years ago where we weren't all me too and being woke and whatnot, yeah, that kind of stuff maybe wasn't great. He even deleted the video in question, I think at the time in like 2008 or whenever it happened. Yeah, that's that's how I understood it is that he that 10 years ago he posted it and went, wow, the, I, you know yeah. what, this is this is a little too far for, for even me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was a Dexter ripoff with yeah. a child rape sort of as a joke punchline, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. he knew it was in poor taste even for com- comedy, which is by and large about pushing our comfort zone. Yeah, and, and there's, I, there, I understand the correlation. The like, hey, how is that any different than what Roseanne did? I'm like, yeah. The difference is a She's been saying that forever. Yeah. Been saying terrible stuff that's fairly racist, conspiratorial, nuts forever. And recently, not 10 years ago, although I'm sure she said that kind of stuff 10 years ago. Sure. If not worse. It's just the weird... I mean, like, shrobbing comes into play here. How do you troll the troll? Like, James Gunn gets fired... Yeah. Because of stuff similar to Harmon. Harmon gets to stick around because at least Adult Swim is like, meh. Yeah. That was a long meh. time ago. Right. And he already apologized for it. Yeah. Even and, back and then. And deleted it. And where James Gunn is also super old stuff that they're digging up to try to Yeah, I mean, do that stuff gotcha. was, you know, 11 years old. Yeah. 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 They're trying to gotcha. Oh, that's exactly what they're doing. It's the that gotcha is, media. That, it's the thing that <laughs> it worked though with gun, which sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, 
any anytime anytime you're going to go against the mouse, you know the mouse yeah. is going to win. And I guess they're being like, "Well, we got rid of Roseanne. We got to get rid of him." I'm like, yeah, but Roseanne literally just said, basically compared an African American woman to an ape. Not even basically, she blatantly compared her to an ape, which is compl- terribly racist. Yes. And since then, I don't see a whole lot of remorse on her part. I see a lot of Trump-like blaming other people for it. Yes. Where Harmon went right out, like, oh, yeah, it was stupid. I should never post it. It was in poor taste. And I'm yep. sure James Gunn probably said the exact same thing. Like, yeah. I, I Yeah, I he did, actually. trying to be funny. Yeah. It, it, uh, He's like, you know, I, the, yeah, this was me. You know, this was me trying to be... I'm trying to remember. I mean, I read the, you know, this is me trying to be provocative, yeah. uh, you know, 11 years ago. And as as you can see, you know, there really wasn't anything provocative about it. It was all just yeah. stupid and, you know, not funny and in poor taste. And, yeah. and I mean, you know, and I read the stuff mm-hmm. and yes, you know, um, which made me go, oh, God, I know I've got something back there that, you know. Oh, I definitely do. I've said some dumb shit. I know but that I... But, I mean, comedians say stuff like that all the time on stage. All no, yeah. the time. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, what yeah. they do. They're just trying to make you upset. Or yeah. Or just see where they can push that boundary of, is this funny or is this going too far? Yeah. It, Bill and... Burr, Patton Oswalt even will go pretty far. I'm like, oh, all yeah. these really great comedians, they push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, uh, it was maybe four or five years ago, someone recorded Patton's set and they tried to throw him under the bus for like again like this rape culture kind of joking stuff where it was just him trying out material trying to say things and someone got super offended recorded a set posted it and Vaguely. pretty much try to it might have been on like Jezebel or something but try to pin him on like trying to make him justify it he's like I don't he's like I'm exploring the boundaries of uh, how we talk about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And that's what comedians do. Sometimes their way is to be the antithesis of it or to be the the satirization of it. And it's, it's, it's a shame that people like a James Gunn gets, like, like, look at the movies. Man, this goes into the art versus the artist, but mm-hmm. it's a really weird time we're living in right now. Really weird. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Wop, 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 Some music plays. And everything's happy and cheery. Play him off. But I mean, yeah, like if anyone were to dig through my Twitter, I am sure I've said super insensitive stuff. Yeah. Either sexist or, you know, subtly racist without trying to be like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's the the hindsight is always going to be damning. Almost always. Well, here, let's just go to Favstar and let's look. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. There you go. Well, that's, that's get all your Twitter, all your tweets downloaded. Twitter will do it for you. Just, just request. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm good. There's two weird groups, alt right groups, the Proud Boys and was the it Proud Incels? Boys. Do you not know about the Proud Boys? No, that sounds like a Tim and Eric thing. <laughs> it's real though. Uh, we were, oh, no. Proud Boys, Proud the Boys. The Proud Boys are this oh, weird semi-religious boys. group that don't believe in masturbation, 
believe that women should always be in the home and not working and be wives. And they're this like weird kind of inner, like the Venn diagram of proud boys and in, in, incels. Is that what they're called? Oh God. Are, or uncels, yeah. the, cel- the celibate guys. Yeah. The incels. They kind of overlap yeah. quite a bit. Like Ooh. a lot of alt-right leaders Those are came some angry, from, angry, 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 angry. Yeah. I believe Richard Spencer came from the proud boys. Oh my. Uh, and incels are kind of like an offshoot of that. Like we're seeing oh. all sorts of really quickly metastasizing. I don't, I don't want to go to the website. I don't want to get on a list. No, look at Wikipedia. You might be able. Yeah, to see. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article. Yeah, but it's like crazy how quickly these insanely. <laughs> it's like uh, what's the other re- really weird conspiracy alt alt right group and uh. Crap. Not anonymous. Smooch poodles. No. No, they're the ones that come up with all these really insane theories. All these really, really just... (laughs) Fox News. Yes, they probably are behind it. The Pepe the Frog people. Is it the Pepe the Frog people? No, that's uh, 4chan. Okay. Yeah. 4chan are are the people that are going after the likes of James Gunn and, and... and Dan Harmon. They're the ones that are digging they're, into old Twitter. They're Twitter. doing it for the lulls. They're just doing it to try to be like, look how smart and clever we are. I'm like, yeah. aren't we smarter somehow? Don't we have at least some real tech-savvy people who can take down 4chan somehow? Or Boy, you'd, you'd, you'd hope. You'd think. Do you? It's on Dubai Friday. They talk about this group all the time. I have never heard them talking about the Proud Boys. Never heard. No, of them not no, 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 not the Proud Boys. There's other oh, really the, weird the other, right. The other, uh, um, uh, uh, so Q, QAnon. It was like anonymous. Oh Q, yes, yes, QAnon. yes. QAnon. Yes, yes. So like there are these. Like I would love to create a diagram or a timeline of how these groups are probably feeding off of each other and mm-hmm. spinouts from them because mm-hmm. they have to be. Yes, they have to be. Like, I wonder who was first and who spawned this and where that came from to the, like, there has to be some crazy, you know, red yarn, yeah. you know, put a pin in it kind of all over your wall of crazy alt-right conspiracy theorists and, and vile human beings. Like, there has to be, mm-hmm. there has to be threads connecting them all somehow. I'm certainly not willing to do it, but I know there there is, actually, I probably will get really bored and... Just well, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like because uh, they talked about it on Roderick on the line too. I kind of mm. feel like QAnon is the center of it all. But how long have they been around? Because Proud Boys have been around for a little while. Like there's a there was a This American Life on them. Like kind of their birth came from a radio DJ. Uh huh. Yeah, and then like, but he was an African American, and he like where it went, he's like, "This is bad. This is real bad." Like, basically, they kicked him out of his own group that he kind of started on his own radio program, and they became this really terrible right wing. Like, they pretty much were the people behind Charlottesville, the Proud Boys. Like, really? I believe it okay. was Richard Spencer is a big Proud Boy. That sounds. You big proud boy. Why would they want to call? I know that's that? exactly. I mean, it's just oh, look at you, <laughs> look, look at the proud, proud boy. boy. Who's a proud boy? <laughs> who's a proud boy? Who's, who's a proud a, boy? Who's a proud boy driving the truck? Oh, good yeah. boy. 
Who's got the Confederate flag like a big proud boy? Good boy. Good boy, you got, yeah, you waved at me. You get emasculated. Good boy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to see their origin. Oh, it's 2017, so. Yeah, that's what, I, yeah, so, okay. So, so, so the, the boys were proud before Q was anon. Is that what you looked up, QAnon? Yeah. Then, uh, what are, is it incels? What is it? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, incel, yep. It's not uncel, it's incel. No, right? it's not uncel, it's incel. Involuntary celibate, that's right. Yes, yes. They've been around, let's see. 93? I was going to say, the incels, they, wow. they've been around. I mean, you know, incels have been around for as long as history has been history, but they just have... They've gotten given themselves a name. Two thousand October twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen, Reddit announced a new policy that would ban content that encourages, glorifies, incites, or calls violence or physical harm against a group or individual people, basically because of incels, mm-hmm. probably threatening women because yes. they won't have sex with them, which is right. literally what they're about. I hate yep. all women because they won't have sex with me. Yep. I hate yep. That is the most base stupid oh yeah uh, the fuck is happening <laughs> just just like this is our this is our reality right now the internet happened yeah you're right that's really the answer that's i mean that, that that's the yeah that's the complete answer to the whole thing the internet happened we let and- insane people find each other and create small groups that are very loud yes because otherwise they would have not probably found each other, have kind of just suffered slightly and gotten over it and gone on with their life. Sure. Instead I mean, there, there, have been ang- there have been angry dudes that girls would not bang for millennium. Yeah, there's movies about you them. You know, yeah. Can't think of any right off hand, but there are. <laughs> Can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. <laughs> well. Sounds yeah, right. You're right. You're right. You're about right. Yeah. Uh, short circuit, boy! What a oh, short circuit. Et. Guess why he came to Earth? Billy McGrew, the unfuckable scrote bag. We're gonna backtrack and be like Marty McFly, incel, totally. No, Biff was. Actually, Biff probably was an incel. Biff, yeah. Yes. Oh yes, shit! He was. Oh my god! Yes. He was a proud boy and an incel, and he started he all was. of this. He was a proud he boy started incel. Fucking, we're on the dark timeline from Back to the Future. Yeah. Shit. Fucking well, Biff. I mean, we've known that all Biff along. Is, we've just yeah, been, Biff we've is been our waiting president. for... Yeah, we've been waiting for Biffy Boy to Biff pull is our his, president. his sports book out. Yeah, Biff is our president right now. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Yes. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> we figured it out, but it doesn't mean that anything's going to get better. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with Biff Tannen as your president. That's what everyone's always wanted. You're about as useful as a screen door. I can't remember what he says. Something about a screen door and something. And then he's like, screen door and a submarine, you asshole. <laughs> but he didn't say that. I don't remember what he says. I could totally see Trump saying shit like that. Oh, yeah. Can you? All of it? All of yeah. it. He's Biff. Yeah. Fuck it. Even the hair from Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. Exactly yes. the same. Hey, did you know that we have after-show content? We do? We do. We have after-show content. We do talk a lot. We do talk a lot. And so, as a matter of fact, we have 
almost enough equal length episodes, like two Every time we publish an episode, we basically have two. And so we have a super secret special feed for our whole second secret show, which is contains, uh, you know, things that, that are continuations of con of conversations completely different. And I was thinking about that because I was, as I was looking how you, shared on Facebook today about about the latest episode. I was like, ha, huh, there's you just mentioned a topic that's not in the show. Oh. <laughs> but that's I just, okay. I knew we talked about it. You knew you talked about it, but it's not in the show, but it's mm. in the after show, in the super secret after show. And there's only one there's only one way to get that stuff. What would that be? Well, the best way, or actually the only way to get that stuff is by going to patreon.com slash uncle weepy and becoming one of our one of our supporters and w- once you do that uh, for five only five dollars a month once you do that you get your own special private RSS feed that you can then subscribe get basically two for the price of five dollars. You know, so you get the regular show, then you get the after show, and there are two lost episodes on that special super secret RSS feed that we never even released. So it's even extra, even more extra than that. Nice. I know. You might get some magical spells. Well, maybe a recipe for secret liquor. I don't know. I'm making well, stuff I'm, up, but well, anything can happen. Actually, actually, I think that's good because we need to get creative because there there are actually three levels of support that people could give so they could give the five dollar support which you know gives you the super secret after show feed that contains the bonus content that that's our that's our uncle weepy support group level that's five dollars ten dollars a month is our therapist level and so you get that feed plus we say thank you after during each episode and then the show producers level which is twenty dollars or more you know, it's kind of like those party flyers, two o'clock to question mark, $20 to question mark. You get the feed, we talk about you, and then we'll figure out some fun present to give you twice a year. Could be a super secret cocktail. We don't know. Yeah. And and it says and it says as such on Patreon, it just says, we're not sure what the gifts are, but we'll make them cool, we swear. Yeah, if we get more people, maybe we'll start doing more cool things. I I would love to do T-shirts or little buttons, maybe. We I would love a little to Uncle yeah. Weepy do some or, do some swag. Yeah, we, uh, do some swag we can give away. We can do a question answer sort of. You get to run the topics we talk about. We of course have complete discretion to ignore you because you might be an idiot. I'm just <laughs> maybe uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, but you know, get get uh, some mention. Maybe call in. Maybe it'll be hey, we'll we'll talk with you. We'll interview you. You know, be a special part of the show at certain amounts. Love but, to do uh, that. We're all exploring things, and uh, as we're hitting our stride, getting more into this, you know, that's right. It's very important stuff. It is uh, important stuff because we're changing the world. <laughs> we are changing. Faith. We are changing. That was straight faith. We're changing the world in the fact that we get to distract you for an hour from the complete shit fire of dumpster diapers that that's is right. happening in the world right now. That's right. And for only $5 a month, you can extend that to us distracting you for up to two hours a week. That's right. And you can be a part of it. And where is that again? Patreon.com slash Uncle Weepy spelled. 
Yeah, I mean, W-E-E-P-Y. Could, E-E-P-Y. Yeah, all one word. Uncle Weepy, U-N-C-L-E-W-E-E-P-Y. Join now. Join now. I'll You'll be you glad forever. you did. I'll love we'll you We'll be glad forever. you did. I'll Paul will love you forever. He'll love you a long hug. time. I love you. I'll give you hugs. corner did you uh, so had did you watch dirty money yet no i have not watched dirty money you got to put that on your list it's it's on my list it's i get uh, more and more relevant every day i have got i've got a very I, I i need to switch over and and start uh whittling away on the net on the netflix list it's uh do you got a trello board for that yet no i don't ha- i don't have a trello board <laughs> for it yet i've just you know just keep just keep checking stuff on the list and going, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. get after it. Uh, I've been, no, oh, I don't know. The last couple of weeks, every, every, well, for one, you've been gone for, yeah. Well, yeah, I've been gone, but then, um, when I have been home, I've been watching Parks and Rec. So, because it is goddamn the one of the best sitcoms ever made. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like like I said in 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 another in another episode, you know, I mean, I started watching it when it was on and it just it didn't hold me and I, I'm and I and I now know it was because I was burnt out of the office. And I mean, they're, yes. they're and it felt similar in the beginning. So, yeah, they they really did feel very similar. Um, you know, but now I'm on season 3 and Yeah. And, I think yeah. they completely detour from the office in a great way. Yeah. Like every character starts to become these really interesting and all really good characters. Like there's not a like Ron can be sour, but he's not bad and No. You know, like all these people have flaws and good things, but it's always about the best of them, not the worst of them. Which is mm-hmm. really weird to see in modern sitcoms. Because Seinfeld a, yeah. sort of brought that about like horrible people are really funny. Let's just watch horrible people. Like that's just oh, kind sure. of what everyone's done. And then Parks and Rec comes along, and it's like, yeah, but people are kind of nuanced, and let's give some people some hope about some things turn out okay, even if they're not perfect or the best. Yeah, I, I love that show. I love Annie Dwyer. I love, like, all the characters, there's something about them that's just kind of great. Yes. Yeah. Like, April is just this kind of weird, dark force of absurdity. Uh, have they introduced Ben and Chris? Ben, yes. Wyatt, and yep. Chris Traeger. Yep. Yeah. Once yep. they've come in, the show just takes off. Just takes off. Like they infuse all new life. About four or five episodes in past them showing up. I'm going to be really curious to see how you feel, how it goes, because it just gets really. Uh, it just gets really great. Yeah. It's one of those shows like, oh, man. I've, I watch it to fall asleep because I've seen it so much, but. Sure. It's just one of those truly hopeful shows that you don't get to see very often. And not not in a schmarmy way. I don't mean that like, oh, everything's gold light and and french fries out your butthole. Like, it's just, like, everyone is flawed, but not to the point where they're just mean to each other. Yeah. Like, they're mean to Jerry, but oh, yeah. he takes it good nature. Like, yeah. God, Jerry, come on. <laughs> it's it's kind of great. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. It's a very it's not a great it's an excellent show. 
That's that's a good one to binge on. A show that came to my attention that I added to the list that I have not. Uh, that this was this was actually the one that I was like, God, I gotta get I gotta get onto my Netflix list because it's long. The Toys That Made Us. Have you heard about yeah, this? I have. Have you seen any of it? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Oh, you've seen all of them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they do He-Man, G.I. Mm-hmm, Joe, mm-hmm. Transformers, Barbie I skipped over because I don't have anything to connect with. What the hell? Sorry, Netflix completely just updated their family icons. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, I was like hey, wait a fuck? second. That doesn't look right at all. Yeah. Yeah, instead no, of I the watched, big orange I watched, chicken, it's all full color. Star Wars. The Star Wars ones are great because it has to do a lot with Cincinnati, and there's a lot of history here with toys. Uh-huh. Has uh really yes, bro, sorry. Um yeah. You know who got the Star Wars first toy contract, right? It wasn't any big boys that you would think of as Kenner. Well or, yeah, Kenner, yeah. Sure. They're from Cincinnati. Did not know that. I thought I thought you were talking about like um, you know, like um Cincinnati Industrial Plastics? Is that that's nope. that's that's what I thought. Kenner Kenner Toys is from Cincinnati. Well, and there they you go. The, uh, they 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 play big into that story. It's really cool. Hmm. I know the office building there, and I'm like, oh, I know where that is. Um, they're still a, sort of around. They got bought by like Mattel or something a long time. Ago. Yeah. The, so there's a Netflix series that came out that I haven't started watching that has my interest, Pete, called Dark Tourist. Hmm. And it's about I didn't know this was an industry, but there's an industry called dark dark tourism where people go to dangerous places in the world for vacation <laughs> like war-torn countries oh yeah look at drug that infa- yeah <laughs> so it's on my I'm like i might have to watch some of this because it seems really oh yeah weird. look at this <laughs> uh, <I> just, <gasps> right oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. did you watch the um mm. oh damn it nanette it was Yes, the Nanette one. That's exactly what I was, where I was going. I was in tears at the end. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. It, Boy, I tell you what, like that I thing heard, takes a like, turn, doesn't it? Yeah, and I heard everyone talk about it. I'm sure you did, too. Yep. All I, well, basically, all I heard was, you have to watch it. You just have to watch it. I'm like, yes. fine, I'll watch it. Yep. And it's funny, traditional, pretty good comedy. Yep. And she just pivots. Yeah. But not yeah. completely unrelated to what she had been talking about. No, not at all. Not at all. And it I turns mean, into know, a TED talk. Or a... Yeah, that, she, I no. think that's probably one of the best ways to put that. Yes. Or she preaches, honestly. Yeah, well, sure. Sure. And it Both. is fucking powerful. Yeah, and I mean, and I don't want to say, I don't want to say that, like, she sucks all the air out of the room. That's not... No. That's not well, she the doesn't term give a that shit I either. want. But I mean, it. She was I mean, throwing she, comedy she, she back in everyone's everybody. face. Yes, there you go. She throws it back in everybody's face, and then she like has everybody right in the palm of her hand, exactly where she wants yeah. them. And yeah, it was yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. It is amazing because she took comedy and then twisted it into. Do you know why we do comedy? Do you really know why? Why a lot of us do comedy? Here's why. And it yeah. gets deep and dark and painful. Yes, and bl- brutally real. I need. Yeah. I want to. I want to watch it again. Yeah, I think relatively. Soon yeah, now that you know that, now you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, 
I told other people, I'm like, you just need to watch. Like, why is it good? I'm like, it's, it's not, it's better than good. It's required watching. Just, you just have to watch it to understand this is the world we need to live in. Is one that's able to grapple with what she is going to be talking about. That we can look in the mirror and look at ourselves and say, this is partly my fault. Ooh, yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Isn't that what she's kind of getting at? I, yeah, I think in the end she of doesn't, it, sure. she, does, she never accuses anybody like that, but that's what I took away. No, it's, it's never accusatory, and it's never a poor me or, you know, look at what I've been through. Or I mean, you know. No, yeah. No, it was never that. So, yeah. But it was like it's that someone has to go to that kind of length to feel like they can be even accepted into society. That's our fault. Yep. And that goes through the breadth and depth of all sorts of shit. Like there's a really good uh, I don't I don't know that you if you listen to Radio Lab, but they're doing a series on <laughs> the the title of the series is called Gonads, which is funny. But it's about what makes men and women men and women. And they do it by case studies, not by being overly political or overly scientific. They're just going by case studies of people. Yeah. And the one that really grabbed my attention was this one that was called uh, Ruette or Rutet. She's a, she's a long-distance runner in India. Um, a really good long-distance runner in India. Breaks all sorts of records. And she got kicked off the team because... They do a test now that looks for uh, genetic makeup in your chromosomes. And they go okay. into this whole history of how sports have defined gender or how they have tried to define gender. Because the, the conceit is men have an undue advantage over women. Therefore, we need to make sure that men are pretending to be women to get unfair advantage and win medals and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. So, over the years, there's been all sorts of different tests they've done, whether it's literally making women all come in naked and be inspected. <laughs> this happens. Yeah. yeah. To test that they're women. Right. Then realizing that that's not really the true test of what makes a woman a, a woman because there's all sorts of uh, things that happen biologically that you might have women parts, but might have more testosterone. So then they start doing testosterone tests because they believe that is what truly distinguishes men from women is how much testosterone you have. And you can get rid of some of this doping stuff. But they realize that there is this unclear and ill-defined they just chose a number. Women can't have more than this many uh, natural har uh, hormones and, uh, and be a woman. And this mm. woman from India had over that. So they kicked her out. No hearing, no trial. Just you're out. You're not, you're, you, can't be, you can't compete anymore. Uh, and there's no blind test for this either. Like they, they don't test all women competing to see what a baseline of hormones that they have but like there are available studies out there and like the range is insane there are men that have way lower hormone counts than women but they're men we think <laughs> and women can you know like it runs the gamut so then they're like well maybe we should start doing 
chromosome tests to see, you know, make sure that women have XX and not a Y. And then the podcast goes in, but wait, wait. But if you really look at, if you study maybe a hundred women, you're going to find women that have tons of Y chromosomes. Yeah, like, you, like Kleinfelter syndrome. Or just nothing that does anything. Like it, there is apparently a masking sort of Y chromosome that women have that aren't fully Y, but close enough to Y huh. and vice versa. Like it's fascinating. They're just going to like, this gender fluidity is not a political thing. It's a scientific thing. And the problem is, is that we are trying to force definitions upon it. And every time we try to clarify it, we keep finding that we can't. <laughs> like, and right, they use sport some as new the ultimate case shows up, or yeah. And they're using sport as the ultimate, like, metaphor for how people are trying to define it, and how they keep trying these new tests that keep pushing their definition <laughs> of what it is, and it's completely fascinating. Which ties into, in my in my mind, a little bit to Nanette, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's it's a a a a a boyish girl, yeah, who is a lesbian, yeah. who doesn't fit in with men or women, yeah, and is ostracized, kicked out, right? Yeah, and we're the culprit of that because we like to be binary. We like to say, like, well, if you have a penis, you're a man, and mm-hmm. if you have a vagina, you're a woman. Not realizing that, you know, fifteen out of a hundred people born doctors are making a choice and or even if physically outside you might have hormonal differences or chromosomal differences you know which define in, in real rudimentary rudimentary ways what makes someone like you might have a penis but your chromosomes are xx making you feel more feminine therefore you're very confused and we don't allow that you can't be confused. You have a dick. You're a man. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a really good it's a really good series. Like it's they're not trying to beat you over the head with anything. They're just introducing these caveats of like, what about oh look what happens when this ha- oh look at what happens here. Like they don't get into any kind of the politics of it. They just get into like there's this st- story and here's this person. And we're gonna hear from this person right now. And they're gonna talk about it, and it's just it's been it's been blowing my mind, quite honestly. Uh, the gonads, and it's called that because that was typically th- thought of as the you know what makes a man a man. Then they realize that every human being has it. There's some point during cell development, it kind of you know goes up, goes down. Like there's all sorts of things that happen that anyone who understands biology is there's nuance between all of these cell divisions and all of these things happening which as we get smarter and more advanced we start to realize that's why like it seems like oh why is there such a rash of people who have autism or why is there such a rash of people that have this or that it's like it's not because it's new it's because we're better able to define yeah shit because we can look and discover like oh the brain is a spectrum of flaws whether you go more on the autism spectrum or or, uh, to the other degree, like we typically think of autistic people. I read this book called Neurotribes, which is about uh, 
neurodiversity. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. They talk about like the people that discovered autism and how they really what they discovered was the the spectrum of brain weirdness. Like people with autism aren't unemotional; they're actually too emotional. So so yeah. much so they shut down. Uh, yeah, say they, completely overwhelms. Yeah, too much sound, too much taste, too much feel. You know, you know, senses are uh-huh. overloaded. That is why they should like. It's the complete opposite of what we would assume. And then you have people that are completely insensitory that they don't have any feeling, to, and like they, and they're actually very dangerous to be around because they don't feel pain and they don't feel pleasure. Like, like we just run this gamut of like our desire for binary like answers. Uh huh. You're this and you're that. You're a male and you're autistic. It's just not as simple. Right. And I think this goes back to what we were talking about before. This was completely unintentional on my part, but I think the internet has allowed people to discover the nuance of life so much so that some people are blown away by it and want to embrace it, and some people are freaked out and fighting it. By, so they make family email addresses. Yeah. They make family email addresses. They create these groups that are fighting against anything that they don't consider normal. Yeah. By hating on them and trying to get them out of the world and voting in some Biff Tannen-like guy who is they consider his most binary kind of person they can think of to combat what they can't handle. Yeah. That's kind of why I see it. They're proud, though. They're proud boys. Proud boy. They are proud, proud boy. boy. Proud boy who loves Enya. You have questions or topics for the show? Call 816-535-1094 and leave a voicemail. Or reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. If you enjoyed this show, first rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your review helps the podcast robot suggest this show to other listeners. Second, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Patrons of the show get access to exclusive after-show material. Several levels of support are available. Visit patreon.com slash Uncle Weepy for details. Mm-hmm.